with uh, one of my best friends, Kevin Meyer, uh, in this beautiful location. By the way, you guys are selling this place, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we are. And, yeah. and if you want to buy it, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, text us here at Become New. Uh, Kevin and I have known since the eighth grade, and he changed my life. We're, we're talking about being made to count and having impact, and a lot of that's through other people. And really, when I was in college, just to think about what one decision can do in somebody's life, uh, my freshman year, I was quite lonely. My sister was there, but I didn't really make close friends, and I felt quite vulnerable about that. Kevin is the kind of guy who has just a gift for intimacy and just draws people like flies. Oh, yeah, and, right. um <laughs> <laughs> I trap them? Is that just Many thoughts come to mind, which I cannot say now. Yeah. Uh, but towards the end of that year, I didn't have anybody to room with. And that's kind of a, uh, a lonely and um, even shame-creating thing after a whole year at college. And so I asked Kevin, would you let me room with you next year? And he already had somebody he was going to be rooming with. So yeah. that meant there would have to be three of us. And you said yes. We made space. It was one of the best decisions I made. Well, and it changed my life because changed that... changed mine, too. Uh, created a little community and then Kevin you also the guy who told me you got to take this one professor Jerry Hawthorne yes. he taught New Testament Greek and a group of us did and Jerry changed our lives yes, my true. life for Correct. sure and a little community formed yeah. and uh, some of us remain in very close touch to this day and so you never know when somebody has it. Like if you would have said no to that yeah. uh, ask I don't know. It's amazing choices we make mm -hmm. and the power that's in those choices. Yep. So I thought I'm in Minnesota right, right. now. Right. And, and and you can tell the wimp Southern California guy's <laughs> got a jacket on. That's right. Yep. Yeah, anyway. Yep. There's other things you're doing to change your appearance that I will not mention. <laughs> My height? Because <laughs> I'm towering over you? <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to fall any minute. Anyway, we should get on with this because you we, told me we only have a few minutes. We on should. We're, we're talking about... Uh, the fact that we're made to count, we all have a natural drive to yeah. be significant. And that's a good thing, although it gets distorted. And Kev, partly because I think you do have this amazing gift to communicate with people in a way that creates connection. Part of what you do, Kevin is a pastor. He and his wife, Grace, also work a lot with people. Could be couples, could be friendships, could be parents, anything. Right. To help people figure out, how do I communicate with other people so that I connect with them right. instead of being distant from them? So that's what I want to talk about with you for a Correct. couple of moments for all of us. So like in marriages, it can be used in anything, but uh, specifically in marriages, we ask people what the purpose of that is. And a lot of times you get lots of different answers, but primarily it's to be connected. Mm -hmm. And it's no different than our relation with God. I am the vine, you're the branches, is stay connected. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that just is helpful to people to realize our goal is to connect. And so then we develop the thing called communicate to connect. Um, to help people in the process of communication. But I think one of the important things to just as we think about it is we talk a lot about um, not just the purpose of being connected, but the fact that people need to understand their power. Well, and I was thinking when you said the, the goal in a relationship is to connect, um, how easy it is for me with Nancy or people I work with or something to forget that's the goal and Correct. think, no, my goal is that my will should be done. Right, right. And um, I want to do this activity. I want to go to that restaurant. I want to spend that money. And I, I forget the goal of connection with the other person and communicating and just think it's about my will. Correct. So, and, and, and what's so important about that is um, depending on the system that you came from, from a family. So for us, just to be bluntly honest, you know, Grace and I, um, ran into some marriage problems at a certain point. And I will say a lot of them came stemmed from, from my own uh, dysfunction. And in that process, one of the great things that a counselor said in pre-marriage to my wife was, um, first he said to me, Kevin, you are incredibly lucky to have a person like Grace. 
Grace, you got your work cut out. For you. <laughs> so, so I was kind of going. You were yeah, convinced that he he yeah, got the two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, he sure did. I'm yeah. going. He's looking at his notes wrong. But anyway, um, so in all that, one of the things that we talk about, uh, among other things, on the whole process, which take too long to get into, but is about being a powerful person. Hmm. And that a lot of times when we talk about that, people get nervous around the word power, just like get nervous around the word anger, because it's been often used in such ways that are harmful and oppressive, right? Yeah. So we talk a lot about um, if you're going to be a powerful person, it really begins in a sense of value. So the first thing we talk about is it, it, your identity. Are you, hmm. do you live out of a sense of being loved by God? so that you can love others. Mm. And so that, it begins there. Most people, if you want to put it on a scale, move to better than, which, and here's the part most people get either oppressed by, overpowering or power overing over someone, which leads to control, which leads to a sense of, you've got to be the source of abundance, which we know God is the only source of abundance, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other side, uh, what will happen, and you can flip-flop in this in your relationships, is that you move from that place of value to a place of being less than, which is powerless, which leads you to being helpless and then hopeless, like a lack of abundance. There's nothing and you're a victim. Hmm. And hmm. those two things in marriages create kind of the power struggle. If you don't show up and begin to understand you're loved and when you're loved, then hmm. you can kind of own your power in a way that your power is being used to help and support the other as well as control your own boundaries yeah. Yeah. so that you can become a person who lives in abundance rather than the source or lack of. Yeah, I was thinking one of the things that we talk about a lot is um, wisdom from the 12 steps. I can't, he can, I think I'll let him. And that when people are facing an addiction or kind of ultimate issues in life, um, death itself, I, I, the illusion of control is so tempting and to say, nope, I can't. Right. But that doesn't mean that I view myself as a victim or passive. Right. And I'll talk to people sometimes that get a bit concerned about that language, I can't, because the reality is, no, there's you and God together can do wonderful things, amazing things. So understanding what's the right way to say, I can't, I'm not God, I'm not in control. But then where does that go down the wrong paths of um, uh, viewing myself as a passive victim? Well, just coming to my mind when you're talking about that is you just thinking, John, at one point, he says, I don't call you servants, yeah. which is a power over kind of position, right? Mm. I call you friends. And, and really what we're learning is that God is a God who shares power, yeah. right? Now we know he's all powerful, but we also recognize that we're not. But we part of maturity and growth in a marriage and a relationship is beginning to understand your power and how you can use that and mm -hmm. and then everything around that is how you face conflict and then deal with the communication process which is a tool that you know all, all kinds of different therapists can use different ones but one that we tried to develop with people is just to help people to go from here's the objective conflict if you took a videotape of this mm -hmm. um, could you just both go yeah we agree this is what happened we help them move from that objective place to a place where they um, now subjectively say, this was what my mind made up. I interpreted uh, this from the from what yeah. happened. Yep. And, and that kind of thing, which at that point we kind of say, when you say, here's my story I made up of it, uh, if you watch Brene Brown, there's all, all kinds of different people have different language for this, but it's basically your interpretation, which is usually interpreted through wounds of the past or other conflict situations you've had. So like you got here late I interpret that as 
you really don't care about me for me as much as I care for you. Right. You think that I can just be blown off. Yeah, I'm not a priority. I'm devalued, yeah. Yeah, and, and even the way you present that is important because yep. someone could say, you know, I because um, we have them move from that interpretation where you're using I statements, not you, you, you. I observed that when you left, you said this, was, you know, that kind of thing. And then we move to feelings and we, and most people don't, have a good grasp of feelings. Mm -hmm. They did a study that showed over a number of different people and they could only really name about three, happy, sad, mad. Wow. And there's a, a whole plethora. Mm -hmm. I hate never use it. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why they can't. A mind. myriad of words. A myriad of words. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that, that can help us understand feelings so that people can get part of your job in intimacy is this idea into me. You see, you have to help get that out there for the huh. other person so they can't, they're not mind reading. Huh. Into me, you see. Right. Wow. And so, so when you go to the feelings, people do a lot of things. And if you watch your talk, you'll say, I feel like, I feel that. That's not a feeling. Hmm. To say I feel abandoned puts you in a defensive posture, right? So what you want to really be looking at is, is saying, I feel lonely. Hmm. That is one that draws a person when they go, oh, I didn't know your mind made that. I, you are a priority um, in my heart. And I feel, and here's the huge hardest part of it, is the person who listens has to be in a place of empathy. And empathy is another thing that we don't understand truly well oh. what that is. Moving then from that feeling, you then move to here's the need and list of different needs. I, you know, I need to feel respected. I need to feel like we're participants or whatever that might be. Yep. And then help people strategize. How do you do that together? That's just a quick run through of some really important concepts. Well, so today, think about the relationships in your life that matter the most. <clears throat> Maybe it's a friendship or somebody at work or a spouse and think through um, what's the emotion I'm feeling? How do I get a level below just glad, mad, or sad? What's the story I'm telling myself about right. this? I think person? that's really key. And then how do I communicate that in a way that is clear and honest, but also connected with the other person? Right, right. Well, you know, it's part of helping people feel they count and you counting. That's a power part. And you do. And you yeah. do count. And you and God together have great power. So make today count. I love you, Kev. I love I, you. Thank you. This is really what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this. That's, that's a, I have power over it right you now. Do. Yeah, you do. Anyway, okay. You're going from authenticity <laughs> to power. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Thanks. Thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me. If you'd like to receive the daily emails that go along with each video, let us know at becomenew.me at gmail.com. Or if you want prayer, you can text us at 855-888-0444.